Nation. Providing you with the practical tools and expert knowledge to optimize your strength, health and mindset, inside and out. With your hosts, Steve Katarzy and Bryn Jenkins. Transforming your body is logically pretty straightforward and much of the science and process in making those changes you want is well understood in the fitness space today. However, so many people struggle to achieve their ideal body shape. Why? See, getting 50 to 80% there can come quite quickly, especially when you have momentum and rhythm on your side. But going from good to great is reserved for the very few. Those that have a strong enough why and have the mental strength to do what it takes over the long term. See, psychologically, we're so complex. Logic and knowledge is not enough to get what we truly desire. And this idea is proved out in all areas of our lives on a daily basis. And that really is the essence of the discussion today, as Bryn and I have a raw and honest discussion on our progress that we've made collectively in building our bodies this year. And what I really loved about this discussion was that the honesty in realizing that with the best laid plan, with all the knowledge and wisdom you need, and declaring your goal to the world, that sometimes is still not enough. And you can flatline or go backwards in pursuing your body goals. And that has been in part the reality for Bryn this year in 2018. So we unpick why that is. So from a personality trait and from a character perspective, What things has Bryn learnt that are getting in the way of making the progress that he truly wants? And when we talk about wants, we even unpick that a little bit. Does he know why he wants to change? And is that why strong enough? We talk about the difficulties of oversizing. And I expose my progress this year. And the reality, there's a big difference between being unsatisfied and being unhappy. Guys, I sincerely hope you enjoy this chat. And if you want to be part of it, exposing your body goals, the things that you struggle with, so collectively we can find solutions, then get over to the Adapt Nation Facebook page, join the community, and let's start talking. Enjoy. Adapt Nation. It's funny, New Year's resolutions are... They're cliche mm. and a lot of people just go, do you know what, they, they're they pointless. Mm. Don't bother doing them because you're only going to disappoint yourself. You're going to yeah. set a lofty goal that you won't commit to. So just fucking don't worry about it. It's just another day. Mm-hmm. Don't don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, there's you should be setting yourself goals, stretch yeah. goals. You should have a purpose and an intent to work hard towards an outcome. Mm-hmm. And you can do that any time of the year mm. but you know universally for us all to kind of get a pen and paper out and set some expectations and more importantly a plan to support that expectation yeah hey, if it has to be new year's let's do it have you <clears throat> given that any thought let's maybe talk about your body are you thinking about um what training looks like or what your physique uh will look like in 2019 yeah i mean 
2019 is when I turned 30. And a while back, I wrote um, a blog on your website about when I hit 30, I want to hit my <clears throat> my body goals. Okay. Um, now, that's obviously next year. So I'm starting to think about that and think actually what's realistic and kind of more reassessing more than anything and going, what can I actually achieve? Because I, this year has been a bit of a crazy year and I've actually probably gone backwards a little bit. Um, so now I'm starting to look forward to backwards what I'm... Backwards in what respect? Just in training and nutrition and my weight's gone down, strength's gone down a little bit um, just because of opening the gym and wedding and going away and just having a lot on. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that 2019, as I look forward, is going to be a better year in terms of like training and nutrition. Um, but then I also have to look at it and go, right, what's going to be realistic? Because I don't want to overshoot and start saying I'm going to put on 10 kilograms of muscle when that's not achievable. Um, I, I think that can quite often be an area of, of disappointment and kind of like demotivation yeah. is when, whether it's a day goal or a week goal or a mm -hmm. month goal or a life goal is when it's beyond achievable or it's, or it's not, it's not kind of like it's foundations aren't in reality. Yeah. You lead yourself up to, you lead yourself up to falls, right? You, you end up not getting anywhere near your expectation. Yeah. And Hey, if, if you, if, if you let that get to you, it can absolutely screw with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can. and it happens to me. It happens to me. It happens to you. I mean, this year, as you're, as you're stating, right, you had some expectations of yourself, for many reasons, mm -hmm. some of which you hadn't, you know, necessarily planned for, planned for, yeah. or assumed would happen. Mm. Things got in the way, and you haven't made the progress you've made. It's easy yeah. to reflect and get pissed off about that, mm. get despondent, and then go, "Well, there's no point in setting a further goal." Yeah. How do you feel about? Honestly, how do you feel about the progress or lack thereof this year as it relates to your body? Because you made progress in so many other areas of your life. The mm. body has you know, flatlined a little bit in terms of change. Yeah. But how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I'm okay with that because I've accepted that it's a busy time. It's all a bit manic. And, and it's not gone on the back burner. Like I'm still training, but I've just gone, you know what? I'm not going to be able to achieve the goals that I've set out to achieve um, at the moment. I've kind of had to take a bit of a step back, but you know what? Sometimes things in life happen that you don't plan for and life can take over, but I'm happy in the fact that I've managed to maintain what I have got um, in terms of like, so I've gone down in terms of scale weight, I know I've lost weight, but I'm starting to actually look a bit more shredded, which is good. Okay. So that's obviously a positive, um, but I don't necessarily, that's not really my goal. I'm not trying to look shredded. I'm trying to put on size. So, you know, there is a positive there and I've gone, you know what? Okay. So I'm, I'm looking a bit more shredded now than I was before. Um, but my strength's not as good and I'm not moving in the right direction. However, 2019, I am going to push to move in that direction. But I don't, I don't want to use 2019 as a bit of a, oh, I'm going to wait until Monday excuse, you know, where you sort of say, oh, after Christmas, I'll get, I'm doing it now. I've started now. I'm back on my training, back on my nutri nutrition, in a good routine, taking my supplements. So I'm feeling pretty positive now about where I'm going. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been doing this now for the last sort of two weeks, which is great. 
Um, so ramping it up, see my weight starting to go back up now. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about it, but going back to your question, yeah, I mean, I'm not regretting it or unhappy about 2018 in terms of what, what's it, what it, my body. Maybe what does it teach you though, Bryn? Like as a result of, you know, carefully thinking about what you wanted to achieve and it yeah. was it was beyond the one year goal it was more mm -hmm. like a what a two year kind yeah. of goal that you had mm -hmm. but knowing perhaps you haven't moved uh linearly mm -hmm. throughout the one year that we're measuring are you what no not so much about the feelings what are you what have you learned what about your personality mm -hmm. your actions your fears your unwillingness to do maybe the things you need to do. Give you, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. I know, I, I can say with a level of certainty that if you let me run your training and nutrition mm -hmm. and you basically delegated all responsibility to what goes in your mouth and how you train to me, yep. I would change your body size. I know yeah. I would oh, yeah. because I would do it objectively, yep. without emotion, I'd stuff your face with food, yep. I'd make sure you get the right kind of training and I would hold your feet to the fire. Yep. I know I could change your body. Yeah, You know you could change your body. Yeah. So the question is, will you and what what are you learning about your personality and or fears that have got in the way in 2018? So actually, that's one of the points I want to touch on is how how much accountability I need. Um, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite internally motivated, um, but you can't beat having someone else giving you that accountability, um, someone else doing your programming, someone else doing your nutrition, someone else holding you accountable. And I've not really done that before. And I would do my programming. You know, I've followed a couple of programs in the past, but what I've realized is that without that structure and accountability, I'm not going to be able to achieve the goals that I've set out to achieve. Now, there was some accountability by putting it out on a blog, but that, what I've learned is not enough. I actually need... Regular. Regular check-ins. Check um, you need to be assessed regularly and yeah. be honest with whoever yeah. to say, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm not doing, and have someone kind of slap you around the head and say, no, that's not enough or change this or do that. You yeah. kind of need maybe that discussion and yeah. uh, vulnerability. Yeah. And, I, and I, I still don't think I've nailed it, but one of the things I've done to help with like the kind of outsourcing it a little bit is, is I'm doing a pro I'm doing someone else's program yeah. basically um, rather than my own program. And that helps because I, it, it just, I don't have to think about the program and should I be doing this many reps or this exercise? And also I don't want to do that exercise. So you kind yeah. of make it a bit more of a biased program. Whereas now I'm like, well, I, that's what's in the program. I'm going to follow it. And I, and, and, and as well, I, I'm having to say to myself, I'm going to do it. Let's just fucking do it. Let's I'm, I'm just going to do it. Right. Let's just do it because you just, mess it around otherwise and mm. you just have this constant battle and i'm like look if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be 30 next year i'm at my prime like i could make some real good progress so let's get accountable let's outsource as much of it as i can nutrition training accountability and i think that's the biggest lesson i've learned in 2018 without that i'm probably not going to succeed so 
there's a lot going through my mind in a minute. There is, there is this notion that your body shape right now mm-hmm. is probably optimally healthy. Yeah. This idea of the, a desire to oversize is met with some negative health connotations, mm-hmm. right? Whenever you are pushing your body to be stronger and more capable to lift beyond the means of what normal life requires of your body, yeah, there is a price you pay, right? So if you think about, you know, um, uh, athletes, if you think about, you know, whether it be football players or NFL players or basketball players or, you know, runners or swimmers, you know, their dedication to their sport comes at a, a, com- a compromise of health and wellness. Yeah. And anyone in that space will agree, right? You know, like I am training seven days a week. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, yes, I might dial in my sleep, but I'm not dialing other things for health. I'm eating, training, thinking, believing purposely on getting that gold or winning that league. Yeah. And everything else is secondary. Mm -hmm. So this idea of training for elite performance or oversizing Mm -hmm. is suggested that will reduce your lifespan. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, you're, you're putting a toll on your body. It's stress. It's going to take away from the longevity aspect. Yeah. So your current physique, whilst may not meet your aesthetic goals, mm-hmm. is probably very healthy. Mm. Uh, not a lot of strain on your body, not a lot of strain on your heart. Yeah. Um, it It is the size your body needs to respond to your day-to-day life. Yeah. Right? Homeostasis. So, that's exactly. where it's best. And you know that if you if you develop you know if you develop your body and it gets bigger, you've seen it time and time again. Someone can get big and then get small again. Yeah. Because if you don't use it, you lose it, and it's very very true when yeah. it comes to weight training and bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. If you do not train that, those muscles, they will shrink because they're they're no longer needed. Yeah. That's the way it works, yeah. man. So even if you do achieve uh, your goal or you get closer to it there is a tax you pay on continually yeah. training, even just to maintain the progress that you make. Yeah. So you're making a lifelong commitment for as long as you want to commit to that body shape. So yeah. then the reason I make this kind of, you know, kind of around the houses statement is do you want to oversize and or to have these aesthetic goals enough? And you know what? If you say no, there's absolutely no problem with that. Mm. Because this is, we're really talking about aesthetics here. Yeah. And life is much, life should be much more mm. than aesthetics. And if yeah. that, the goal of aesthetically changing your body, mm-hmm. which will also require a continued down, down payment of effort to maintain that change, mm-hmm. that just feels like too much of a ball ache and doesn't have yeah. enough why. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Who for? Then maybe, maybe deep down, that's why you struggle to hold your feet to the fire. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? I, I've learned that I need to be kind of what you're saying here. I need to be more extreme. I need to be a bit more all in because to, to achieve or to make your body change or whether that's, you know, changing your business or if you're changing something in your life, we're at homeostasis. And in order to change that and raise the bar and, and, and adapt, we have to put that stress somehow somewhere in our life. And that comes with, like you say, negative connotations. And then, that takes extreme action. Not extreme in terms of like absolutely bonkers 
in the gym or anything like that. But I need to push my body a little bit harder. I know in my training, I could push harder. Consistency more is the consistently. biggest thing. Yeah, so I have yeah. to just be a little bit more all in and I have to be more extreme in the way that I do it in terms of if I'm going to eat big, I need to just eat big. Like I'm eating a little bit more. Actually, no, you need to eat big. If you want to get bigger and you want to do it as well, a little bit quicker as well, I'm going to have to go all in and and be full. I'm going to have to eat to the point where I don't want to eat because I'm going to have mm. to get those calories in and those macro, You have to accept feeling a bit frumpy. You have yeah. to accept that whilst, you know, we don't want to do like a heavy, dirty bulk, even a 5 or 10% bulk over three or four months, if you stay consistent to that, yeah. you're going to feel, you know, a little bit loose and flabby, Yeah, you know, towards the end of that bulk. You are. I feel like that right now. Like I'm, you know, maybe five pounds away from where I, my limit is mm-hmm. in terms of the amount of fat I'm allowed to hold until yeah. I just, I've, enough's enough and I've got yeah, to start yeah. stripping it back. And I don't look bad, you know, like you're looking in front, looking at me now, I don't look bad. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know that I'm holding anything more than I don't like. But right now, yeah, I'm mm. a little bit thicker than I want to be. Yeah. But you have to accept and not want to change that when you see it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm, you know, my, my, my stomach is getting a little bit wobbly. I know I'm getting stronger, but it's, yeah, it's look, you know, I can, I can squeeze it here a little bit more. I can pinch a bit more fat. We can call it Christmas plump. And you have to be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And that is hard. It's yeah. really hard. And and I think as well, the physical side of eating, for me, I go, okay, I'm really full now. I'm going to stop eating. Mm. And I know I haven't reached the calories that I need to hit that day. And I, I will stop because it's like, it's that uncomfortableness. It's yeah, that I hear going you, beyond. And it's like, she well, has exactly the same thing. She yeah. struggles with overfeeding. Yeah. And she I really think, does. And, and, and exactly. And I think so, I think, myself and other people struggle with that kind of going beyond your comfort zone and actually having to push the limits Eat more than bit. what you need exactly. that's basically and if you're in tune with what you need already and you're trying to unlearn mm. that intuition it almost seems counterintuitive doesn't yeah. it it's like oh definitely why do i want to eat more than what my body needs yeah or well, there's a goal and that's yeah. why you're doing it and you have to exactly in a headstrong yeah exactly and 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 that's with my nutrition and my training. I can tell looking back over 2018 that I've not pushed my body beyond its means in the gym as much as I could do in order to make it change and adapt to reach my goals. I I just not been working hard enough in the gym. I've been having a session and I've been going, yeah, you know what? Like I don't want to over uh, fatigue my cns central nervous system or you know um excuses. you know i had a bit of a late night yeah and i can just, just and excuses. i'm like you know what if if i'm gonna you know i i'm gonna do it properly i'm gonna go in the gym and i'm gonna work fucking hard you know whether i've had a late night or not i'm gonna try my best to sleep and get my eight hours i'm gonna try my best to make sure i hit my calories but you know what it doesn't matter because just get in there and work. Otherwise, I'm going to keep using excuses and going, you know, I didn't quite get eight hours last night. You know, I've got six hours or, you know, I've not quite eaten enough. I'm not optimal you know to train. Yeah, just just get yeah, in there, train you've got hard. To, you've got to train, yeah. And then, you know what, then the next night, hopefully, you know, if you work on it and you're structured enough, I'll get eight, eight hours sleep. And then mm. I will, um, I just have to make sure I get my calories in and push beyond. You know, I it's, just it, need to it, be a little bit more funny. extreme. It is funny because I think people hearing this, especially people that know you, Mm-hmm. And know that you're a PT, you know, and your body, you, sorry, your your profession is changing the bodies of people for the most part. Yes, there's a wellness yep. aspect and there's a 
mindset aspect of you know feeling good about your body but yeah. ultimately it's changing the shape of your body mm-hmm. and to hear a, a pt struggle with that concept so much yeah is when you understand it right? it's both confusing but also i think uh relatable yeah right because lots of people know roughly what they should do they might not know perfectly but they know roughly yeah you know the big rocks of what they should do mm-hmm. but for whatever reason they struggle to have consistency yeah day to day week to week month to month it sounds like you do too and uh it's just human man yeah it's human plus i think maybe the why is not strong enough and then there are two aspects of your personality that mm-hmm. you need to manage better yeah the first thing, and you've just said it, is accountability. Mm-hmm. I think you you are of the personality type that needs external accountability. Mm. And then the second thing is, I think you're someone who likes novelty. Mm. Those two things, if not, if they go unchecked, will continue to, I think, render the same results you have right now. Right, which is if you're not. If you're not, if you haven't found a process, a system, a mechanism, a person to hold you accountable, and rain or shine, someone's going to be judging you, mm-hmm. and there's a consequence of you not performing, you're going to have to perform. Like mm. you, you will not miss a, your work commitments mm-hmm. because there's there's a consequence. Yeah, we've got to find the same level of accountability to get you yeah. to perform both nutritionally and from an exercise perspective. Yeah, definitely. and then the second thing is. You are absolutely a novelty, novelty seeking individual. You enjoy newness. Mm. You get excited about newness. You you hype up this new program, this new, this new, this new, that. Mm. But you don't necessarily enjoy the consistency once the novelty factor's gone. Mm. And I'm not judging you. That a lot of people are like that. Yeah. But you need to understand it and go, okay, that is me. Mm. You know, I get I get I get suckered into the the you know the bright and shiny. And I go all in on this new new approach of life, but yeah. then it just gets a bit samey. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. I, I would actually disagree a little bit on the novelty it, part. Man. Okay, um, but I get exactly what you're saying because there, it, I do have that, like to a degree. But I don't think I'm I, I'm pretty good at checking myself and making sure I don't go too much to this shiny object. But I do definitely I have gaps where I'm inconsistent. I'm not consistent enough with my training. Um, but I do. Stick I wouldn't to say the... you're flitting. I wouldn't no. say you're someone who just keeps jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> all these fads. You're definitely yeah. not. So I don't mean that in that negative mm. connotation. I mean it more like what keeps you know. Are you able to maintain the same level of excitement? Yeah. Motivation and the reason why for... you turned up day one, day two, day three. Yeah. On day sixteen, day twenty, and day fifty. Yeah. Can you maintain that same energy? And most people can't. But yeah. I think you probably have a. An, a an overexpressed desire for novelty. Yeah. That's why you've done CrossFit this year. That's why you, you've changed your program five or six times. And you, yeah. you, you know, and it's great. You should change your program, mm-hmm. but you're not changing it because you've worn the other program to death. Yeah. You're changing it because you want something new. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? So, there is a difference there. Yeah. I mean, what I feel like is that I, I'll get a program and I'll work on it and then I kind of fall off the bandwagon a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel that's more because my vision isn't strong enough and my why isn't strong enough. Yeah, and, that, and these are definitely things I need to work on because I, and I'm, I'm visualizing. And this is, I, I spoke to you last week, maybe the week before, and you were talking about you 
literally visioned how you'd look walking to your car, getting in your car, what yeah. clothes you're wearing, you know, how do I feel? And I'm like, you know what, I need to make it real in my head first. I need to really yeah. visualize and feel what that will feel like and 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 evoke that emotion and really imagine what it'll be like. And so that's something I've been working on. And then I'm really trying to dig behind the why and starting to go, why do I want it? Because that's going to differentiate me coming home from work on a cold, rainy night going, you know what, I can go home and have dinner and, and watch Netflix or go to the gym. If I haven't got a strong why, I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm going to go home. But if I've got a strong enough why, I'm going to go, that's why I'm doing That's why I'm going to the gym and not Do going home. Do you have a strong enough why? It, but, and, I'm, and, and, I'm, and if you don't, that isn't a, right. I'm not saying you, you don't. I'm just saying some people, they think they want to look a certain way. Yeah. But they don't really. They, yeah. they, they, want, they, want, to, they want to be healthy. They want to love themselves. Yeah. They want to enjoy life. They would love to look like a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. But do you know what? Even if they had it, like if they had the new car or they had this or they had that, they'd get yeah. it to realize it doesn't create happiness. And once yeah. you realize that, you know what? Maybe looking like a... Uh, one of these, you know, insta famous bodybuilders is probably not my, out of reach and yeah. not going to add much value to my life, and maybe it doesn't matter that much, and it's going to be hard to maintain. Blah blah blah, whatever. Do you know what? I'd be okay with just looking a little bit better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the, yeah. So is the why there? Yeah. Like, well, is, I it, I would say that. Sorry, mate. I'd say that everyone has a why. Like everyone, the why is there for everyone. And this is my personal opinion around body goals. Well, around, yeah, well, around training and nutrition, everyone okay. has a why, why they're doing it. And I'm talking about people that are pursuing something yeah. in terms of I'm trying to eat better, I'm going to the gym or whatever it is. And everyone will have a why. But I think a lot of us don't understand the why. And I think some people or, or a lot of people will go, okay, because I want to look like that guy on that cover of that magazine, because he looks good. And that would be cool to look like that. And then you get there and you go, you know what? I'm still not happy because, or, or you don't get there because your why wasn't strong enough. And you're kind of like, well, why, why did I want to look like that guy? Whereas actually you go, you know what? I actually, I want to look good naked in front of my partner. And I want my partner to look at me the way she used to, to look at me. Mm -hmm. Or it might be, you know what? I just want to be fit and strong because I want to see my kids grow up and I want to, you know, run oh, around. I, just wanna, and keep I wanna up look them. a little bit more masculine. You know what? Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Or it's like, you know what? It could your why to look a certain way, like the guy on the cover, might be strong enough. But when you truly understand why you want to look like that guy in that magazine or why you want to look like the best version of yourself, then you will truly understand and you'll have that strong motivation. Have you worked out? So I've I'm getting closer, I think, because I'm now looking at my vision. My vision's getting clearer and clearer, and I'm starting to think, okay, cool, that's that's exciting. But why? Why is that exciting? Why is that exciting me? What what is it around that vision that that you know it's just a vision? Why is that vision evoking some sort of biological change in my body that's mm -hmm. making me excited? So I'm starting to go. There's a reason. Now figure out what that reason is, because as soon as I know what that reason is, that will be enough for me then to stay internally accountable and motivated and then you know what i'll outsource as much accountability and program design and nutrition as much as possible to support me and that's how i'm going to reach my goal in 2019 okay that sounds so good it sounds like you've got a plan yeah and you know let's let's be clear what we're talking about here is the hardest part of 
physique transformation. Yeah. Whilst losing weight is no easy task and kicking bad habits that, you know, you've had a lifetime's work at, shedding that weight is hard. I'm not I'm not not belittling the effort. Mm. But building building muscle in a material way mm-hmm. where you physically look more athletic and stronger and bigger is not easy. Yeah. It doesn't you know, it, it's easier when you're younger, but it's hard for everyone mm-hmm. and it gets increasingly harder as you get older. Yeah. Because your body's just got less stimulus to to create that growth. Yeah. And you know, you see people, I, the more I the more I expose myself to people that even know everything they need to know about training. Yeah. A scientist, researchers, I've been training for 10, 15 years. Other than the top 0.1% that are the bodybuilders that mm-hmm. have good genetics, that train like demons, that train seven days a week, that do everything it takes. Yeah. Everyone else who knows what to do has an okay body. Mm-hmm. In in the context of my my standard, yeah. they're okay. Like, you know, you can look at, I don't know, even if you look at people like Steve Cook or Alan Aragon or Brad Schoenfield, like these are people that are either Insta-famous mm-hmm. or they're scientists. You look yeah. at Brett Contreras, he knows shitloads. But I don't look at any of those bodies and go, they, they've nailed it. So you think they look more, without being like in a, negative way but more average they look yeah a bit more I, average I, I think than... most people look average and yep. most people that know absolutely everything there's there seems to be an incongruency between you know everything there is to know about developing muscle yet your body isn't particularly impressive yeah how can you know so much yeah and still look quite normal yeah and that I think the realization the realization is it's fucking hard yeah and most people won't have the level of body transformation they want. Not saying it can't be done because yep. people, you know, left, right, and center are walking around with good, good looking bodies. But they're good looking bodies because they've, you know, they've got the right photo shoot and the right moment and everything's been done perfectly. Yeah. So that you have to account for. But even yep. still, that kind of premium aesthetic is reserved for the very, very, very few. And the most yeah. of us <clears throat> could spend a lifetime and have very average results. Yeah. Because you can't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and not have your life evolve around training and nutrition. And, and take testosterone about, and, and yeah. you know, all these anabolics. But that, I mean, that's an extreme, but th- th- there is a limit to human potential naturally as a natural kind of bodybuilder or a, someone designed to change your body shape. Mm. I think we just have to accept that most people won't get anywhere near their body goals. Mm. So you kind of let you add that into the frame and you go, okay, losing weight, relatively speaking, Mm -hmm. is easy. It's a calorie deficit consistently for a period of time until you've lost the excess weight. Gaining muscle, so much harder, so much harder. But if you think the needle is where the needle is right now, that's homeostasis. Whether you go up or down, it's going to take some form of stress on the body and your body doesn't want to do that. And it's going to be challenging. You're going to have to, you have to, you're going to have to go against the grain, right? So putting on muscle, you're going to have to go against the grain. You're going to have to eat more than you normally would. You're going, you're going to, to really, to, really want it. Yeah. You're, you're going, going to really your body's want to change to your stop, body. Yeah. Your body's going to want to not do it. Your mind and your body is not, going to want you to move away from that point. It's not going to want to move the needle. So your mind, your thoughts 
have to then manifest and and physically get you to make that change happen and that takes resistance and it and you have to be a little bit more extreme with that and you have to your life extreme. has to evolve a bit more around extreme. that and I, I guess you know that's where you can do it periodically as well you can go you know what i'm going to be a bit more focused and intense on this part of my life so i can get this result for this period you know some people can dedicate their whole life to it you know like bodybuilders that do it for a living they can have these amazing physiques because they dedicate their whole life but Most when you're periodic us, around muscle growth yeah you're going to lose exactly what you don't so, work on your mindset doesn't work like that right you know you can you can lean in on some learning yeah and you know some of that's going to get ingrained and then you might go focus somewhere else and in a few months time you might get back to that mm -hmm. but that's additive you're not necessarily losing stuff if you're not training it yeah not to the same degree as training your body if you take a period if you take a hiatus of bodybuilding or training your muscles in an appropriate way for a few months you're going to lose some of your progress yeah and that is the i think that's the it's it's hard to accept because i i would say that i'm not i'm not all in extreme to the point of a you know a high performing professional bodybuilder mm -hmm. but i would say i am relatively extreme yeah i manage my calories to the calorie depending on whether i'm cutting or bulking i train five days a week mm -hmm. with intent and purpose rain or shine you are not gonna if i have if i said i was going to train i'm training mm -hmm. and that that's been happening for the last year and a half two years i am all in on the minutia as it relates to supplementation or uh you know nutrient density and you know making decisions around my goal mm -hmm. almost every decision i'm making when it comes to food almost not all almost every decision around food or training or exercise or movement generally in life is governed around this goal to continue to improve my body yeah so i would say i'm all in i'm mm -hmm. getting good sleep primarily because i want to have a good uh, you know good restorative anabolic sleep so i yeah. can change and improve my body most of my decisions yeah are centered around making that improvement it's not because i've got an ego or um you know i want to be on front of a cover or i'm trying you know trying to get laid it's not for that mm -hmm. and we've spoken about my why before like my my why is just like i'm just this kind of person who's all about maximum human potential and mm -hmm. i see my body as a pillar of human potential that i want to maximize don't challenge it mm -hmm. that's the way it is i want to get better at everything and one of my goals is my body so it's ingrained it's purposeful it's it's i have clarity in what i want to look like and how i want to get there yeah and yet progress is so slow Mm. slow isn't that a kicker yeah isn't it? <laughs> yeah and that that right there is is the raw honest truth and obviously if you're a newbie and you haven't trained you get newbie gains and you get you know you could put on like 25 pounds of muscle in a year like pretty yeah. quickly right and you'll transform but for someone like you who's been training for a while now like and you're on point with everything progress is slow and that's the that's the honest truth yeah and not not to you know, put a downer on anything. I say don't do sound. it. I mean, yeah. I get a huge benefits of training psychologically as yeah. well as mentally and physically. And 
you know, I feel but, amazing. But yeah. in terms of my body changing, it is nowhere near as fast as I'd like it to be. Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. But you have to be okay with that as well, don't yeah. you? Like you say, you you you're looking at the other positives around training, exactly. what it gives you as well, so that that can kind of keep you going, as well as having a strong why. It's it's hard, man. So yeah, just getting back to that point, your your intention to change your body, you know, you've already dealt with the weight aspects. If you've not had it or you've managed it, right? So success yeah. in that part. But to transform your body with additional muscle on your frame, mm -hmm. given your tendencies to undereat and given your tendencies to not be consistent with your training, yeah, they are going to be your Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. And any progress you make is still going to be painfully slow. So you're going to have to accept that, is my wife strong enough? Am I willing to be consistent? Can I get accountable? And am I acceptant that I'm going to do a lot of hard work and I'm going to get some results? Yeah, and the results are not going to be near, nowhere near as fast or no. as dramatic as I'd like. And am I am I okay with that? Yeah, and that's something you have to accept. The one thing I'm going to say is, I feel like my results would come quicker than say your results because you've been more extreme than I have. I would agree for longer. I would agree, and I think I am nowhere near what if I you dialed in right get. now. Yeah, you would, you would, you would balloon. For a period of time yeah I three almost, months your body would transform yeah, i almost quite a bit. feel like if i was doing what you were doing right now your routine very similar um in terms of how tuned in i am i think that i would almost get newbie gains i know i've been training for a long time and you know i have put on weight and lost weight but over the last sort of year i've just not trained hard You've enough not trained like a pro. I, yeah i've yeah. not trained like you have i've not eaten like you have i haven't focused on my sleep and stuff just because everything's been taken over i've been keeping an eye on it i've not I'm not neglected. No, it you I haven't. Know it's, it's just you've not dialed in. But I've not dialed in. Yeah. And I think if I dial in, I can make some real progress much quicker. And then it will obviously get to a tipping point. I, where I it will totally start agree. To slow. I totally agree. No, I don't think, you know, you should look at the the message I'm given and saying you and everyone else that is very early in their journey of transforming their body from a muscularity standpoint yeah. are, are met going to be met with just inertia and painfully slow progress. Yeah. Yeah, I am talking about like you've been at it for a while, mm -hmm. you know, and for me, it's only a year and a half, two years. People have been trained for 10, 15, 20 years, mm -hmm. and their progress is even slower than mine. But even yeah. after a couple of years, things do slow down quite a bit, right? Yep. There's stats around just how much muscle growth potential at the maximum you can expect. At my training level, you know, I should be happy with half a pound a month. Yeah. Yeah. Half a pound of muscle a month. For killing it five doesn't days a week. Like a lot, does it? It's it's ridiculous. And that's maximum. Yeah. That's with everything. Yeah, working a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and my age hard. and my age isn't even accounted for, right? The fact I'm getting older, that's gonna slow me down even more. Like yeah. and I've got and I've got low testosterone for my age. So like it's all going against you. So maybe a quarter of a pound a month is an acceptable progress. A quarter yeah. pound a month. Do you realize how little yeah. that is? <laughs> it's negligible, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you're your why then has to be bloody strong, right? Your why has to be so strong because you're like, I'm working so hard and I'm seeing such slow progress. Yeah. But the, the, I mean, the thing is though, like- it, You know we, what? I, I was just going to say, my why is now, it, it is the body, absolutely. But my my why for training is just all the ancillary now. It's all the, all the stuff that hangs off of the commitment to training yeah. that makes me- feel me yeah right you know my energy at work my confidence physically and mentally yeah 
my uh, my stoicism that I apply to my gym then applies with kind of strength of character and everything else in my life. So it goes way Everything else gym. hangs off of this utter commitment to training, which I go, do you know what? All of that is worth its weight in gold, even if my body doesn't change. That being said, I would yeah. be disappointed over the next 12 months as I dial in both cutting and bulking and everything else that I do. Yeah. If my body stays the same, if it just flatlines, I would be disappointed. Yeah. Even though I get so much of a benefit outside of yeah. just the body change piece. So I just want to ask you a question then. So you're you're going to reach your maximum potential at some point, right? Yeah. Because you're working towards that and you will get to a point where you probably can't progress anymore in terms of, and I'm talking about body girls, physique. You're going to have to obviously then go, now what do I do? Now, yeah. now what do I do? Have you started thinking about that? And, and how uh, are you going to direct that? I haven't, that? yeah, man. I right. haven't. And if you take a look at some of the, um, if you take a look at, say, Steve Cook, and these these names may or may not mean anything to anyone, mm -hmm. but Steve Cook or um, Nick Cheadle. Yeah. Um, Christian Guzman. I mean, there's yeah. a few people. Like, you look at their body, and I'm pretty sure... Then they're natty, right? They're natural. Mm -hmm. Their bodies are good. They're shredded. I think what makes a body look good is mostly if you're shredded. Yeah. Right? You know, with or without muscle, you can have someone who's, you know, 165 pounds, but if they're shredded down to 5%, they look they look great on camera. Yeah. Um, but size is important to me, not yeah. just having no body fat, because I know yeah. I can't maintain low body fat. So I have to have a bigger frame so I can stay at 8% and look good. Mm-hmm. So if I look at those guys as yardsticks of like, they've been nailing training for 10, 15 years and their bodies are good. Mm -hmm. Like loads of guys would, you know, crave and, you know, pay a lot to look that way. Yeah. But hey, you see someone else who is bigger or more dialed in or have better genetics or better proportions. You go, that, that is better than Nick or yeah. Steve Cook. But what have they done to get there? Or are they just lucky that <laughs> they've trained hard, but they've got some genetic propensity to look that way? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I go, okay, if my goal is to look as good as a Steve Cook or a, a Nick Cheadle, I have to accept that that's my upper limit. Mm -hmm. And then once I get there, I have to do what they're doing, which is training just as fucking hard Yeah. for maybe a pound a year. And muscle that, gain and that is that's hard but i think already my training commitment is means so much to my life that mm -hmm. with or without the change it's almost an identity yeah it's me steve goes to the gym he trains hard he's committed to it it's part of his stoic mentality yeah he he uh leverages what he gets from that and applies it to the rest of his life Mm -hmm. And he's a, you know, he stands for being a picture of health and looking after himself and being strong. And that for me, you know, probably will keep me at it. Yeah. And I think like when you, you're never going to get to your max, max potential because when you get to that point, you will have things you still want to change in your body. You'll I'm still never going to be right. perfect. Yeah, you're going to be like, never right, be happy. I'm kind of at the mass muscle mass. I've got as much muscle mass as I potentially could get on my frame however my shape my upper pecs or my delts 
they need to be developed more. And that's, I guess, where you would probably you can, then start to chisel away yeah. at your physique a bit more. Like, work on uh, your weaknesses. Yeah, work on your weaknesses. And Maybe spend on. a year just doing p- just car phrases. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still won't bloody grow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think then you get to this point of like sculpting. Yeah. Where you get where, okay, structurally in size, we're kind of where we're at now. How do we, as you say, how do we increase the muscle belly size or the roundness or the shape of certain aspects and that's yeah that's now you're getting into true bodybuilding where you're trying to sculpt physique whereas at the moment i'm not really sculpting i'm not focusing on imbalances or weaknesses or or areas of lack lack of size i'm mostly just training my whole body with intensity throughout the week you know Mm. with some bias towards my chest yeah and you know some bias towards my arms but for the most part it's full body yeah so yeah i think that may maybe one thing i don't know i haven't thought that far ahead because for me training is a forever thing now i I, I haven't got i've got i've got some body milestones i'd like to achieve Mm -hmm. but irrespective i don't think i would get despondent to the point where i go do you know what fuck it let's stop now there's no point yeah maybe my training will change maybe the intensity will change uh maybe what i get out of the training might change but i don't think I don't think I would stop training. I think it's so important to me yeah, and how I feel and how I show up every day that just physic physicality is important. And I, and I would, using my body is really, really important. It yeah. brings so much to me. I think as well, like the way I, I think of you as a bit of a biohacker. So I see that you, you want this long-term optimized human performance right through into your later years, kind of like, um, I mean, so Paul Check. I don't know if the listeners will know Paul Check, but check him Paul out. Check, but yeah, I but he's someone he's who not who necessarily cares. biohacker, but yeah. he is sixty-six years old and in really good condition in terms yeah. of how he looks, how he moves, how he feels, and everyone that's trained with him. Um, so, like the Mind Pump guys um, who've done a podcast interview of him were saying how strong he is. They were like, he's incredible, like incredibly strong as a sixty-six-year-old man. Like, and I just think like that's how I see you. I can imagine you kind of moving in that direction going that I, this is a forever thing. And and I'm not just trying to get bigger. I'm also trying to have quality of life and longevity and, and be strong, move well and have energy. And, and I, yeah. my goal too, obviously we yeah. all want that. Right? I, I, I must admit, I haven't got, you know, when we talk about vision, <clears throat> you know, when we talk about clarity of vision, yeah. you know, when you can visualize something with that level of intensity and, uh, you know, you can smell the smells, see yeah. the sights, and you can feel that experience in your body. I don't have that same vision beyond a few years. Yeah. I haven't really thought about how am I going to feel at fifty. What what what's life going to look like at sixty? I haven't haven't projected. Right. I'm saying I can't or I shouldn't. I yep. just haven't. So when you ask that question, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm sixty, am I just going to be playing tennis? Yeah. And like you know, bowling. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> and bowls. And... Yeah, exactly. I I, I don't Dominoes, know. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to make a long term commitment, which is unrealistic. But for me, training is really just a, an expression of physicality, and I think humans are, you know, we're born to be physical. Yeah. And whatever way you do that, I think I'll be doing some form of that yeah. forever. I, I mean, I've kind of, I don't want to digress too much, but as we're kind of talking about training and why it fulfills us and why we want to do it and why we enjoy it is that, I mean, 
really interested in the concept of like stress that we place on our body, like acute stress and chronic stress. Chronic mm-hmm. stress we have a lot of in this in our modern day society, from you know screens and busyness of social and work life, and we just got this ongoing stress. But then you've got this acute stress, which is things like jumping in an ice cold bath with ice, you know, like Wim Hof would, and it creates this stress on the body that's yep. acute, right? And then training, and I think that you get this acute stress is almost needed for the body in order to have an inflammatory response and then overcompensate and get stronger. And it's a good stress, right? And I think that we almost crave that and we want that and it's good for us. And I think that's kind of why you feel like you like training. we, We have this, we look for this stress. How can we put this stress on our body? Yeah. And how can we Deliberate, deliberately stress the body in a way which is not damaging like for example getting an infection is stress you know you know having a severed arm is stress yeah you know cutting you know scraping your knee is stress yeah eating a inflammatory food is a stress stress. there's all all these aspects you know too hot too cold yeah uh, and then obviously all the kind of mental stresses we have in life so i agree um yeah I, i would say whilst it's not how I think about it is mm-hmm. what I want. And I think most of us do. We we want, I think deep down there's a desire to grow, be more, do yeah. more, give more. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's... physicality, I think, is is at the as is at the core of humans because really, yes, yes, we're very cerebral and cognitive. And mm-hmm. you know, we've mastered the world in terms of uh, the only species that is able to, you know, drive huge change in in civilization through you know logic and you know um creativity and our social aspects is far superior than any other species on the world so that's where we excel but we've become so cognitive so logical so brain oriented yeah that we're forgetting you know our our our, our life 3.6 yeah. million years of the creation of humans yeah is really a game of physicality yeah and every you know whether it's apes or birds or fish or dolphins everything is always moving and yeah. we've kind of fallen out of love or not respected the importance of movement yeah so for me i just i do want to keep moving it's yeah. it's part when i do it i feel good yeah and i think you can't say that's just a mental game and it works for you, it doesn't work for others. I think we're all designed to move and make progress and yeah. get better, get stronger, do more, be more, give more. Yeah. That's what it's about for me, you know? Exactly. So um, in 2019, what 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 are you seeing in terms of what are you looking to achieve and results? What, body? Or body, yeah, generally? body composition mostly. Um, so I'd still go back to my, um, my article or my yeah. body goal blog that we wrote at the beginning of January, 2018. Yeah. I'd say, if you look at that, you know, the physique is probably still what I want. Yeah. Now I think I've made some good progress towards that this year, mm-hmm. but I'm nowhere near there. Are and you if, on track for, um, I would say so. Um, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell because yeah. you can't really assess how close I'm there until two things happen. One, I'm willing to get to a, bo- uh, a fat percentage to yeah. really test the hypothesis of how much I've changed. Right? I need to get to 6%, probably 6 7%. Yeah. And then I need to have, be, you know, expertly um, photographed. Yeah. There are two things that need to happen for me to really assess whether I'm 
I look like these pictures. Yeah. That were perfect shots yeah, yeah. with perfect lighting, with good body composition. But I would say I'm getting there. My yeah. arms need to grow. My chest needs a bit more development. Um, and then I need to test by really leaning out and then finding a way to stay lean. Stay at the 7% range. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I basically move between 8 and say 11% seems yeah. to be my tolerance. Once I get to about 11%, I don't want to go any further. <laughs> just the, yeah. This is too much. Yeah. Go back. Get a bit puffy. But I haven't seen what I look like at seven. So yeah. I would say I'm on track. It's still the goal. My my goals are centered around, I think, what are achievable for a, a natural trainer. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would ever be lured into taking anabolics or anything else to make faster progress. It's just not for me. It yeah. doesn't... It goes against everything I stand for in terms of my intent for training. Yeah, I see it as cheating. Others don't. I, whatever. Yeah. But for me, it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, I, if I can get to the end of 2019 and get close to that, and that mm -hmm. means that deliberately leaning out towards the back end of 2019 to assess it. And if I'm there, then like many others that have kind of got a good body, I'll probably then find a, a level of acceptance to maintain. Yeah. Main to maintain your body doesn't mean you train any less hard. Mm -hmm. It just means you manage your calories to not promote anabolically growing yeah. added on mass. So I'd find my comfort zone in terms of calories and mm -hmm. I'd be able to eat that most of the year round without the undulating style of Step eating. Flow, I do yeah. Now. Yeah. And, you know, train hard and maintain for the most part my body, maybe, you know, get a little bit stronger, a little bit sharper or a little bit more dense in certain areas mm -hmm. in, you know, beyond 2019. But I don't think it's going to be much more than that. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I yeah. see it. I don't know. It might get to 2019 and still think there's shitloads of time, shitloads of years and efforts yeah, yeah, yeah. to go. Exactly. And you never know your goal might change as well. That's another thing. Your target might move. Yeah. So I, I, I feel good that yep. you know, I've, I've really stayed fully committed to training and fully committed to nutrition all year. Yeah. The change hasn't been dramatic mm -hmm. but the change there has it's been happening. change i mean yeah. you can see there's been change in my yeah. body and i'm going to trial you know testing pro uh, sorry training protocols some are going to work better for me than others yeah and sometimes just the, the the spirit of change alone is enough to elicit different growth but i couldn't have done much more this year yeah you know as a reflect on it i couldn't have done much more so you're pretty happy with what you've done what I've done to move you yeah. towards so your goal. I'm most happy with what I've done mm -hmm. because I've stayed. What I've proved to myself is I've, for 12 months, mm -hmm. without any exception, I've followed a plan. And the yeah. plan has included deloads and it's included holidays. So, like, mm -hmm. it wasn't training seven days a week, but for 12, 12 months straight, mm -hmm. I've trained against the plan, which is deliberate with intensity, with a good nutritional protocol, and I've yeah. followed it all year round. So, really happy with what I've done. Yeah. And happy with what I've achieved. Not really happy. Happy with what I've achieved. Yeah, yeah. And now let's just see what 29 brings. Let's be brings, honest, you'll know? never be really happy. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. But I'm not... There's always but, it, but there's a difference between not being completely satisfied yeah. and being unhappy. Yeah. I can tell you now, I am not unhappy with my physique. Yeah, good. You know, and some people are. Some people just have this body dysmorphia that it doesn't matter what you see. Yeah. It's never good enough. Now, I have can relate to that in terms of I want a better physique, therefore mm -hmm. I don't have it, and therefore I want more in some way. Maybe I'm dissatisfied, but I'm not unhappy. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm happy with how I look. I just know I can do more. And that, I, I, I suppose, is a fine line 
I it guess. It is, yeah. Because you can keep wanting more and more. And as humans, we want more and more and progress and moving forwards. But it's also being happy with where you're at and going, you know, I'm happy. I want progress. I want to, I want to progress and see change. Um, but I am also pretty satisfied with my body at the moment. I think finding that balance is, I guess, is pretty important. Um, but as you say, a lot of people aren't at that point. They either have body dysmorphia where they just want to keep improving, keep improving, and they look good. And you're like, you look good, but they can't stop for a second and say, oh, I look good, I feel good, I'm quite happy with where I'm at. But I want to obviously continue. It's I just want to, I I need exactly. to keep getting bigger. Objectively, stronger. if I if I hired someone who was into, you know, bodybuilding or you know, nailing your kind of body composition, yeah, they'd be able to look at me objectively and say. These are your weak areas. This is what you need to go do. These areas are insufficient. Mm -hmm. Now let's program with that in mind. I know I could definitely get that level yeah. of feedback if I asked for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. That's good. I'm, I'm happy with what I see. Yeah. And I think getting to that point is actually not that difficult. You know, yeah. you kind of, yeah, like if you're holding too much weight or you've got too much weight in your legs or, you know, there's something that's holding you back. I, I know that can create a level a level of dissatisfaction yeah but i think some people are so locked into this lack of love this like dislove this uh this hate or yeah just a lack of love yeah for themselves i'm at a place where i love myself mm -hmm. i can say kind things to myself and i'm happy of who i am and what i'm doing i want more i get dissatisfied i get frustrated yeah i know there's more to come but I'm grounded in a point of saying, I like who you are, Steve, and I like how you're showing up, and I yeah. like how you look. And I'm not saying it's because I excel at anything. It's just uh, maybe I've just come to terms with who I am, and that's fine. Yeah, and it's a good place to come from. It's like when you hear yourself on on, on the mics, you know, that first few times. You know, it's like, that's oh, horrible. Yeah. No, yeah. Can't do that. Like, everyone But now hates... I'm just I'm like, actually, that sounds all right. Yeah. It's taken a while for me yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah. That's okay. Like everyone hates pictures of themselves. Everyone hates the sound of their own voice. Do you know? Not I don't everyone. Know. Not everyone. Some people <laughs> love the sound of their voices. Um, but I, I know what you're saying because I listen to the podcast. And go, oh God! But you do over time start to, you know, as we get better at podcasting as well, start to appreciate it a little bit more. But you've not changed. Um, like your voice has not changed since yeah. episode one to what we now like mid fifties. Yeah, it hasn't changed, but you've now accepted it. Yeah. That that is liberating. Yeah. I've not changed. My voice, you know, maybe I've cleaned up some of my ums and ahs a little bit. Maybe I've learned to enunciate a little bit better than I had before. But yeah. for the most part, this is how we would talk with the mics off, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for me to accept that as just it takes just a little bit of pressure off of this constant like yeah, you're not good enough, this thing, right? You know, yeah. you sound like shit or you look like shit or no. Get rid of that, man. Yeah. Like who you are. It's a good place to be. And, and that's how you can be yourself, your true self. And people will see that. Cool, man. I think I think we're done for today. We yeah. are. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, listen, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you have a fantastic 2019. And Adapt Nation can be part of that, uh, helping you with how you think about your health, you know, dialing in. It could be dialing in or it could be making small changes. For me, actually, I think life's all about making small incremental commitments to improve. So whether it be around how you train, whether it be, you know, getting slightly better around how you cook, how you 
buy food, how you think about uh, your nutrition, whether it be how you generally think and how you turn up and the questions you ask and how you love yourself. 2019 is going to be us continuing to work with one another to just incrementally improve how we show up. So let's make it a great 2019. Uh, I look forward to spending time with you. And guys, Adapt Nation is all about providing you with the tools and expert knowledge to help you improve and optimize your strength, health and mindset inside and out. Take care. Thanks, guys. If you enjoy this show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps. And of course, recommend us to any friends or family who you think might also enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Adapt Nation.